0: welcome to powered by magic where we discuss topics surrounding magic and common or not so common questions let's take this journey together hi i'm tatiana and i'm sylvia and we're
1: coming to you from eugene oregon we invite you to conjure up a broom and ride with us this week's episode, Fire, The Full Moon, and Some Activities. Tatiana, how's your week going? Ooh, my
0: week has been pretty busy, actually. It's been a couple weeks since we actually recorded last, mm-hmm. so I've had a little bit going on. I had a not-so-exciting but good dental appointment. Got oh, good. Got good reviews, yes. I participate in something called the Tarot Throwdown with a Place called the Sisters Enchanted online
1: mm-hmm.
0: and unfortunately I missed two of those seminars but thankfully mm-hmm. they leave them up and posted so you can go back to them oh that's good yeah I'm looking forward to going back they tend to fall behind and you know it's really great information so I want to go back and listen to that they also had a seminar a full-day seminar because they were celebrating their five-year anniversary
1: oh. and
0: if you're in the tarot throwdown class which as I said I am they had a special seminar that was all day. I missed the first half. And the reason I missed the first half is because I got my second COVID shot. Oh, nice. Yes. Yes. I had no reaction, except I think, possibly, I was a little more tired than you know than usual.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it was really, really mild. But it was just like, ah, I've kind of feel tired you know maybe I'm just gonna relax today kind of thing not mm-hmm. like oh my god I'm so tired I can't deal you know? <laughs> so yeah yeah so I got that and no headaches no arm pain of course I used some Arnica on my arm oh there's my kitty and something called leadum, which is for bee stings it's homeopathic oh okay or stings of some sort and I used that I had done that the first time as well. I do believe that that helps me not having any arm pain. I came off scot-free and I am so thankful. Oh man, you're lucky. I am, I feel lucky, I do. I also went out to visit my kids. You can hear my little kitty in the background. She's playing and she's bored, but she has to be in here with us. Please be patient, guys. Hope you like the sounds of a kitty in the background. Speaking of which, she came out with me to my son's house. We were trying to introduce her to their cat because I really want her to be comfortable with other cats. I'm waiting to get a kitten eventually. And, you know, when my other one passes, I don't want her to be in a space where she won't accept another cat. We
1: Mm -hmm, thought mm -hmm. bringing
0: her out there might be helpful for her to just be adaptable. So just kind
1: of socialize her.
0: Socialize her, exactly also, not just for fun socializing and that reason, but also I'm going to be going out of town in June and they're going to be watching her. If I went out with her, it allowed for her kind of acclimating a little bit with me there. You mm. know, a little bit more of a safety feeling. Yeah. I had that. That went so-so, as to be expected. It ah. wasn't, wasn't horrible. You yeah. know, she did a little bit of hissing and backing up, but mm-hmm. no no fluffy tail no swiping, nothing like that. The other cat, who is about 16, but pretty active, mm-hmm. Einstein's his name, he was totally chill, you know. But oh, that's good. He is totally chill. It, you know, he just didn't care, but he's grown up with other cats. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since he's been with them, but he's pretty chill. Okay, cool. The last thing that's really cool, and I'm still processing this, I had a past life reading oh, with somebody called Tracy Bray. She did a whole past life reading. Apparently, I had like these three past lives that came through and she told me about. I was like part of Ireland history. I was apparently a high priestess in past lives, which I have actually heard before.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And there goes the boxes that the cat decided to tip over. Sorry, I won't be able to edit that out, guys. Anyway, that's what was going on for me. So I've had a busy couple weeks and it's been a lot of fun for the most part. There's been, you know, trying moments as with everybody. Mostly really good. Nice. How about you?
1: Well, last week I got my first COVID shot. Yay. I unfortunately did have some sore arm the next day. It was pretty dang sore. But the day after it was, it was easy to deal with. Nothing bad. Yeah, that first day after the shot was not fun. Same day I got a new phone, because my old phone kept uh, overheating on me, and so it would shut off. (laughs) And so I'd have a brick for a phone for a while, you know? (laughs) Brick is not handy. No, brick is not handy. I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm getting a new phone. I went in and I got a new phone. Completely not expecting to do that that day, but I've been thinking about getting a new phone for a while now. Ah, there's the magical thought. You were
0: thinking about it, and it came to be.
1: Yep, that's true. <laughs> Other things that happened. I'm really excited for my brother. He just moved out of mom's house and he moved in moved into a an apartment with his uh, boyfriend. I am super excited for him. Just did that this last week. He's he's really enjoying it. They just finally got a day off from unpacking and stuff just this last Sunday, I think it was. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, nice. I understand about the unpacking I did that just recently myself yeah
1: yeah and then in gaming news for me I got to do a trial in ESO which I don't get to do very often a trial is where you get a whole bunch of people together and you go do these different dungeons that are specifically made to have a whole bunch of people in them it was a lot of fun we got to fight a whole bunch of dragons and stuff it was great (laughs) oh that sounds fun yeah, that was my week.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Well, what about a favorite summer memory? We decided we would just kind of try to fig- figure out something for each of us to tell you guys about ourselves. And this time we uh, thought about, you know, a summer memory since we're coming up on summer.
1: Ooh, a summer memory. Probably, this was a long time ago when I was about 13. We went to a friend of ours, a friend of, I think it was my mom's boyfriend, invited me for a week at a lake up in the boonies. It was that person, him and his wife and a bunch of kids. I went, my parents didn't, cause they had things they had to do, they had to do work and stuff like that. I went up into the boonies with them and at the lake, we went fishing, I learned how to fish there. And I learned how to clean fish that way. It was a lot of fun. The only down moment was there was one day we all, all the kids went out and caught a lot of fish. It was the end of the day and I was cleaning my fish and everybody left me with the fish to clean them. Oh! So I had to clean everybody's fish. Oh. That was not a happy moment for me. I was very, very upset. Yeah. Other than that, it was a good good week. <laughs> Okay, well, no. so favorite summer memory of yours? Oh, of course there are many,
0: but I came up with two. But I think the one I want to tell you about is I used to take my coven uh, once a year on a camping trip. Sometimes we did it in the summer, sometimes we did it in the winter.
1: Mm-hmm. When we
0: did it in the summer, it was actual camping. Ooh. When we did it in the winter, we would go to a place called Odell Lake, and that was always fun because there was snow and Ooh. fireplaces
1: and oh, games, yum. and you know that so sounds wonderful.
0: I miss that place so much. Mm. But we, on um, this particular summer, we went to a place called Beachside Campground. We set up our tents and did everything, and it was going to be a full moon, and we were doing a full moon ritual for it while we were there. Mm. During the day, we had one of the most gorgeous summer days on the coast, which is unusual here in the sense that it's normally windy and cold no Mm -hmm. matter when you go. Yep. But we got this great day where it was just beautiful. And even though Mm -hmm. there was wind, it was warm. The rest of the group went and did their thing and played. So I went off by myself to do some weaving and intertwine what looked like a disco ball crystal. Oh really? And connected it to the weaving, and the weaving that I did had magical intent that I would say over and over again as I was weaving them. Mm. And I probably did, I think I must have done eight or nine, I don't remember how many people we had, but enough for everybody basically. It took quite a while. Then, in the evening, we went ahead, we cast a circle, and I don't remember exactly the magic we were doing but I was allowing people and escorting people down to the ocean, which was quite a distance at that point mm-hmm. from where our circle was, and had them speak with Mother Ocean. I don't know if they were supposed to receive messages, probably, most likely. Mm-hmm. Then I would escort them back to the circle and take the next person down. That mm-hmm. obviously took some time and there's this beautiful moon, you know, full moon going on and the ocean's just gorgeous was warm and then after everybody came back we had our boons and that was those sort crystals that I had done oh, okay everybody got a boon after our magic representational of the full moon and then we decided well, not decided we did the normal you know let go of the circle and un- open the circle and so mm-hmm. we were taking everything down all the tiki torches we had mm-hmm. for each direction and Opened that all up right as we're opening it up and starting to, you know, erase the circle. The ocean had come up, it erased the circle for us.
1: Oh,
0: I didn't know what the tides were doing, I hadn't even considered what the tides would be doing. This was completely just magical, it had done it itself, and we were in Mm. tune with. All of that. It was so amazing. It's still obviously a favorite memory. We had a good rest of our camping trip. And yeah, so that's a favorite memory for me. That's lovely. All right. As per
1: usual, will you start us off this week with our deity? All right. So this week we have Amaterasu Omikami. That is her official name. Her title is the Japanese, or specifically Shinto religion, goddess of the sun, creation, and order. She has white skin, black hair, dressed in a kimono, and often shown with rays of light coming off of her. Her duties are ruling the gods and shining her light during the day as the sun. She is the daughter of Izanami and Izanagi. Those are both creation gods uh, and goddess, or sometimes said to be just the daughter of Izanagi. There's a whole story in that. Look it up if you'd like to know. She's sister to many gods and goddesses, but primarily Sukuyomi and Susanoo, previous wife of Sukuyomi, the moon god, before he was exiled to the night sky by her.
0: Okay, let me ask you really quickly. I'm not quite sure I'm following. Mm-hmm. Sukuyomo, is that how you say it?
1: Tsukuyomi.
0: Sukuyomi, and Amaterasu. Are they brother and sister or are they husband and wife? They are both.
1: Oh, yes, things get a little weird in God world, but yeah, they are both sister brother and husband wife. Okay. She has five sons, Ame no Oshihomimi, Ame No Hoki, Amatsu Hikone, Ikutsu Hikone, and Kumano Kusubi. Oh my gosh, I don't know how you just did all of that. I could (laughs) never say all of those names. Oh, just a little bit of of studying Japanese helps a lot. I bet. The story we have for you today, including Amaterasu, is after being kicked out by his father for being troublesome, Susanoo went to say goodbye to his sister Amaterasu. Suspicious of, his, of her brother, Amaterasu came out to meet him dressed in armor. To prove his sincerity, he proposed a little contest, whereby each chewed up and spat out a possession of the other. Three goddesses and five gods were born from this. Amaterasu actually uh, adopted the five boys. That's the five gods that I read to you earlier. Suzano adopted the girls. Because he produced girls, de- Susanoo declared himself the victor and had himself a one-man victory party. Unfortunately, his victory party comes at the cost of Amaterasu's rice fields and the cleanliness of her palace, as he apparently pooped everywhere. Yikes. Yeah, Amaterasu took it all in stride, but his behavior continued to get worse and worse. Eventually, he cut a hole in the roof of her weaving hall and threw a horse that he had flayed alive into it. Unfortunately, one of Amaterasu's weaving girls got caught in the weaving machine as the horse fell on it, and she died. This sent Amaterasu over the edge. That was her end. She was done. So she hid herself in a cave and sealed it shut with a huge rock. This deprived the world of the sun's light, and everything became chaos. Because of this, all the gods and goddesses gathered outside the cave and began to hatch a plan to get Amaterasu back led by Omoikane, the god of wisdom. With all the gods and goddesses in their places ready to bring light back to the world, they just needed to convince Amaterasu to open the cave. One goddess, Ame no Uzume no Mikoto, stood before the closed-off cave. She then became divinely inspired and put an upside-down bucket before her and began to dance upon it the divine inspiration part was where she made the dance very body or not very family friendly this caused all the gods and goddesses to laugh it was quite the uproar i believe it created so much uproar that it actually created a earthquake amaterasu being curious asked from the cave what was happening and a goddess replied that a better goddess than Amaterasu had been found. This caused Amaterasu to be even more curious and come to the mouth of the cave. A god moved the rock aside that she had been hiding behind, and Amaterasu was presented with a mirror in front of her face. She was so entranced by what she saw in the mirror that she came out of the cave, and thus light was restored to the world. So, what you're saying is vanity can be a good thing. Yes. Well, we're not sure if it was vanity or if she'd never seen herself before. Oh, okay. Interesting facts is her great-grandson is said to be the first Emperor Jimmu. And this is the emperor that the emperors of Japan trace their lineage back to, to show that they are descended from Amaterasu, the sun goddess. Her symbols are a mirror, sword, and magatama, which is a comma shaped jewel, and the sun. Oh. Why did you pick Amaterasu for today's deity? Um, I picked her because she was associated with fire in that she's a sun goddess, and also to kind of balance out all of the moon gods and goddesses that we've been having, I thought that she would be a perfect fit for today.
0: Okay, well, thank you.
1: So continuing on our theme of moon phases and elements we're doing fire and the full moon. We'll be presenting you with plenty of correspondences as before that you may want to write down or memorize in some way. I'll begin with the fire element which is of the south. It rules energy,
0: passion, vitality, purification, protection, and transformation. The time of day is noon. The time of year is summer. Moon phase would be the full moon. Some colors are red, gold, orange, maroon, and scarlet. Places would be deserts, volcanoes, the hearth. Tools are the wand and censer. Spirit realm are salamanders, fire drakes, dragons, the sphinx, and the phoenix. The sense is sight. The jewel or stone are fire, opal, and bloodstone. The incense is copal or alabanum. Plants are garlic, nettle, mustard, onion, pepper, red poppies, hibiscus. The tree would be almond. Animals, lions, snakes, and horses. Insects would be cicadas, fireflies, also known as lightning bugs, and dragonflies. The tarot suit of wands. Gender, if you ascribe a gender, is masculine. Some gods are Agni, which is from India, Loki, which is Nordic, Merlin, which is Celtic, Chu Chuyung, which is Chinese. Forgive me if I mispronounce that. Goddesses would be Breed, which is Celtic, Freya, which is Nordic, Sekhmet, which is Egyptian, Kupalo, which is Russian. The south wind is known as Notus, which is not Notus, it is Notus. <laughs> <laughs> Zodiacs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, and fire is to Will. Once again, as I said in last, the last podcast with the air element, there are so many more correspondences that would go with fire and there are overlapping ones just as there were with air. These are just a few basic ones to get you started. If you have some that are your favorites or you really relate to, please share them. We love hearing from you. Now, we're still getting into the swing of things with podcasting, so it may take us a while before we start sharing some of your input, but we are looking forward to doing so. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I thought I would offer another example of a basic elemental prayer. This one, of course, relates to fire. Here goes. Burning Spirits of the South, Guardians of the Noonday Sun. I call you here, I ask you, come. May your flames burn deep within the heart of me, that my deepest passions dance wild and free. Let my will grow ever stronger till the day I know is done. Flickering Flames of the South, I call you, come. Let's shift back over now to Sylvia with the full moon information.
1: Hello! We're going to be doing full moon associations and different full moons of the year because each full moon actually has its own name and associations. For me, full moon is a time of fullness. It's the baby ready to be born, crops ready to be harvested, and the burning summer sun. The full moon is a time of power and a time of gratitude. This is when what you have worked towards comes to fruition. It's biting into a perfectly sweet and ripe fruit, laying out in the sun's warmth, the feeling at the end of a day of a job well done, the scent of a night-blooming jasmine floating through the air, and quiet silver landscapes while people sleep. It's a mother or father taking care of their kids, and not taking one moment for granted. I think that's beautiful. Thank you. Full moon is uh, associated with fire and because of that is associated with transition and transformation for example the plants ready to be harvested and then harvesting them and the pregnant mother giving birth animals associated with the full moon are rabbits horses doe cows animals of the plains lions and all creatures that live in groups colors associated with the full moon are royal blue red green, bright yellow, magenta, and purple. Another time to use this kind of energy is noon. It has the same feeling of fullness and fire that the full moon does. In the full moon we work with the mother goddesses. One might call upon Bast for protection during pregnancy and fertility. Another mother goddess is Freya who can be called upon for pregnancy but also for relationship problems. Horus, in his father aspect, known as Har and Yotef, is a great god to look to for strength and patience with children, and Kernonos is good for when you need to get in touch with your inner warrior, maybe being assertive or for a goal dream you need to push back against others to keep. Litha, or Midsummer Solstice, and Lamas are the Wiccan holidays associated with the full moon, or the summer Litha is a day to celebrate the longest day of the year and the bounty of our lives. Lamas is the very first harvest festival, and we celebrate the long days even as they wane. The full moon is a time to focus on fruition, and so do spells on success, spirituality, luck, invoking acknowledging your strengths, affirmations, and giving gratitude. You may also want to look to the associations with your current full moon and plan your spells accordingly. Just a quick insert here, a poem for you honoring the moon.
0: Ooh. The Moon by Robert Louis Stevenson. The moon has a face like the clock in the hall. She shines on the thieves on the garden wall, on streets and fields and harbour quays and birdies asleep in the forks of the trees. The squalling cat and squeaking mouse, the howling dog by the door of the house, the bat that lies in bed at noon, all love to be out by the light of the moon. But all of these things that belong to the day cuddle to sleep to be out of her way, and flowers and children close their eyes till up
1: in the morning the sun shall rise. That was sweet. I thought so. I have a list of the full moon names and associations for you. Keep in mind that these aren't the only names used for full moons, just the ones that I've used. There's a lot of names for each moon. Some of them are interchangeable. It's it's almost a mess. I just grabbed the ones that I understood. January is the wolf moon. Renewal, purification, setting goals, and wealth and prosperity spells. February is the hunger moon, healing, empowerment, and tension setting. March is the sap moon, time of change and rebirth. April is the seed moon, growth, strength, and wisdom. May is the hair moon, love spells, healing, and fertility. June is the mead moon, great for working on relationships of all sorts. July is the Wart moon, good for protection spells. August barley moon harvest and gratitude september wine moon sometimes the harvest moon manifestation and bringing life into balance october blood moon also sometimes the harvest moon spirituality stability and remembrance november is the snow moon divination and connecting with your magical nature december is the long night moon banishing and introspection Now, blue moon, this moon isn't connected to any one month. Instead, it's what you call the second full moon in a month, and it happens about once a year. This is a moon to use for long-term spells and goals, ones that will take months or even years to complete.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I hadn't really heard about that or thought about that, but I like it. Thank you. Here are some activities that I thought I might offer. They're just... Something I made up as I went along the way, but I hope you would enjoy them. The first one is a visualization spell for transformation. It really is just for adults to use because of the tools that are used. The first thing you're going to need is a vessel to safely burn a piece of paper and also have some water on hand just in case there are any unwanted flames to extinguish. Mm. Mm -hmm. And us witches can be very powerful in that, so... Just have some water on hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second is a small piece of paper and a pen, one large apple, a tea light candle, matches or lighter, a thame or a knife. And you'll need it for cutting the apple. Neither of my athames are sharp enough to do that kind of cutting. If you need a knife and your athames are like mine, just keep that in mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To begin, Cut the apple in half horizontally to show the five-pointed star within. Then carve out a hole to fit the tea light in on the first half of the apple. Put aside the seeds maybe into a small dish and save them for later. Write out a word or two of something you'd like to see transformed onto the piece of paper. Set the candle in that half of the apple, lighting it and saying With this flame I feed the phoenix that I might transform, blank, that would be what your word would be, to ashes, making room for what will be full with the moon. Then safely burn the paper that has your words written on them. Next, take the other half of the apple and use a tool, like the athame or the knife, to draw symbols or write a word or words of what you want to have now in your life. Then say using either Hephaestus or Breed as your god or goddess, with this fruit I bring to me blank, that would be your word, with the blessings of Breed, or you might use Hephaestus, in the light of the full moon. Then eat that half of the apple, everything but the seeds, visualizing, bringing into fruition that which will fulfill you and your desire by the light of the full moon. Now, let me give an example because I cut that up quite a bit. I thought my word might be anxiety of what to let go and what I might want to bring in as calm. Here is how I went about that. I would say, With this flame I feed the phoenix that I may transform anxiety to ashes, making room for what will be full with the moon. And then the next one that you would say is, With this fruit, I bring to me calm with the blessings of breed in the light of the full moon, or with the blessings of Hephaestus. Finally, take the seeds and bury them someplace special and appropriate as
1: an offering to the god and the goddess. Just a side note, here's the associations for a couple of the things we encountered that we haven't actually given you associations for yet. Phoenix is a symbol of transformation, death and rebirth, if you haven't guessed. Breed is a triple goddess, meaning she is maiden, mother, and crone aspects. These aspects are associated with smithcraft, as in an anvil and hammer, making metal things, healing, and poetry. And then Hephaestus is a god of fire, smithcraft, and sculpting. Thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. The next
0: activity is a full moon salad. This is to bring positivity into your life, and it's to be done in the evening of a full moon. Use as many of these or as few of these fruits as you like. The almonds, though, are a must. Each of the fruits chosen are infused with their own energies, as well as the words that you will give to them. I've included some meanings, but some of these fruit carry other meanings as well. Here are the ingredients. What you'll need are two sweet apples, which I recommend a Honeycrisp or a Fuji, but make sure they're big. That would represent beauty, for example. One pomegranate, which represents creativity, the fire element. One dragon fruit, which represents passion. One to two blood oranges, which represents happiness. Red grapes, representing prosperity. As many as you like. Raspberries, patience, also as many as you like, and one cup halved almonds, which represents fertility. Now in a large bowl, cut up the apples, prepare the dragon fruit, peel the separate pieces of the blood orange, you maybe want to cut them up if you like, remove the grapes from the stems and the seeds from the pomegranate to add to the bowl. While you're preparing each fruit, choose a word, one for each type of fruit. That you wish to use to invoke positivity into your life, and repeat it until the entirety of that fruit is cut into the bowl. For example, health and apply it to the apple, peace and apply that to blood oranges, abundance to grapes, joy to pomegranate, friendship to raspberries, grace to dragon fruit. I chose to assign these words to each fruit based on the meanings of the fruit related to the words that I wrote but you can do it completely randomly. It doesn't have to make a connection with the fruits correspondence word. I just offered that to you as a possibility to make those connections. It's just a piece of information, but you don't have to use it in that way. Once all of the fruit are in the bowl, add the almonds one by one, saying all of the words that you had said earlier. For example, health, peace, abundance, joy, friendship, grace until all of the almonds are in when all of the ingredients are in the bowl begin to mix it and say mother moon bless this bowl with your sight grace us with your boon and guide us with your light when you feel the fruit has absorbed your intention then you can enjoy the fruit and your magic by eating it then you will have that magic inside of you
1: mm, that sounds really yummy Why did you choose those fruits and the almonds for this salad?
0: First of all, I
1: thought these fruits would go nicely together
0: and balance each other out in taste. Mm -hmm. That's where I started. Then I also wanted to look at what they meant with their correspondences Mm -hmm. and wanted it to be positive. Yeah. And also something easy for people to relate their own words to if they wanted to. Ah, okay. All right, let's go ahead and do our tarot card for this podcast. I got the Queen of Pentacles, representing water and earth, to dare and to be silent. She is content in what she has achieved, unassuming, and is ready to share her wealth. She is abundance and fruition. All things are ripe for the picking. I would say that here she acts with the full moon bringing fruition and success to all aspects of our being. We have plenty to share, and we should do it with humility. Be generous, because we have a variety of blessings and talents to contribute to the whole and to the bigger picture. Mm. Please join us next episode, where we talk further about the moon and whatever else floats our boat.
1: (laughs) Please rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you found us. I'm Tatiana, saying goodbye for now. And I'm Sylvia saying so long and thank you for writing with us. This has been
0: Powered by by magic.
1: Magic.